Welcome to the Eagle and Child podcast, where we share the stories and thoughts of church history's heroes to inspire and equip the church of today. I'm your host, Leila Nahavandi. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, hello and welcome to the Eagle and Child podcast. It's so great to have you with us today. I am super excited about this episode. We are going to be talking about an incredible woman in history that I've wanted to do an episode on forever. And I had the pleasure of meeting our guest, Pastor Katie Milgate, um, just a few months ago at our Theos conference in Palm Springs. And as we were talking, she starts talking about Susanna Wesley. And I was like, oh my gosh, can you please do a podcast for us on the Eagle and Child podcast on Susanna Wesley? And so here we are today, Pastor Katie uh, Milgate and her husband, Joel, and there are four kids over in um, New Zealand, pastor a church called Curate Church uh, in two different locations. It's in Auckland and it's in Tauranga in New Zealand. So um, definitely Hobbit land where they live. Um, and she is an incredible woman of God, as I mentioned, a mum of kids from the age of 10 to 20. So definitely got her hands full there, <laughs> pastoring a church as well. And uh, so Pastor Katie, thank you so much for making the time to be with us here on the Eagle and Child podcast. It's an honor to have you with us. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. And we get to, I get to talk to a friend about yes. just a wonderful person. So this yes. is fun. Come on, come on. And we've got our cups of tea here as well. It's we cold do. in Australia and in New Zealand today. So <laughs> if you see us taking a drink that's why it's so cold yeah we definitely need the tea um so can you tell us give us a bit of an introduction into uh this lady Susanna Wesley who is she maybe people know her because you know they've heard of John Wesley Charles Wesley but yeah who is Susanna Wesley okay so Susanna Wesley um she's just an absolute hero of mine She was born in 1669 and she was born into, get this, a family (laughs) of 27. So she was the the 25th child. Can you imagine? I mean, I've birthed um, four children and I just can't even fathom (laughs) how how one can do that. Um, But anyway, she... Had yeah, so she was the youngest of twenty-five children. Her father was an Anglican minister, and mm. so she grew up around. Um, she grew up around this. Grew up around the church. Mm. Um, had you know, her father had scholars in his home all the time. She knew the word of wow. God. That's how she was raised. And wow. when she was nineteen, she married Samuel, who was also an Anglican um, minister. He was. Um, a curate at that point, I believe, and um, and they proceeded to have nineteen children. Um, only ten of them survived, which is wow. just so brutal. Mm. Um, but what she is most known for is two of the children that she raised. Um, John and Charles Wesley, and there's so much to be said about them, and they are absolutely a yeah. huge accomplishment. But I really want to stick to her, yeah, um, yeah, her, um, her legend um, that she is, yeah, and even just like giving birth to 19 children herself, oh, like just what stop. the heck is that? <laughs> <Something right there. laughs> Ridiculous! Wow, how crazy. Um, yeah, that's amazing to hear that, you know, John and Charles Wesley had eight other siblings. I wonder what they were up to. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah. They must feel well, like the losers in the family. 
Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. That that's tough. That's <laughs> very I tough. Did very tough. Yeah, surely, surely. Yeah. So, can you tell us maybe a little bit about her life? What did her life look like? Mm. Um, you know, you mentioned that she's like raising these kids, and and what was sort of daily life like for Susanna Wesley? Yeah, yeah. What massively challenging life. She had a lot of suffering. I mean, wow. there's the obvious suffering of the grief. Um, of mm. all of those children that didn't make it. Mm. Um, but then also they, in this particular parish that they were in, when, you know, when we say something that people are offended by, um, mm. we just get a mad email. But there, I yeah. mean, they they mm. would have their crops torched. Oh, um, my god! They would mock the children. So the children Whoa. got a really hard time from adults. I mean, I just wonder if they're even Christians. Um, yeah, apparently they yeah. tormented their animals, their cows, and they even had their house burnt down. Um, so oh really tough gosh. life. Um, Samuel was a great man. He was also a really strong-willed guy, just, mm-hmm. as, um, just as Susanna was. So there was yeah. a bit of friction <laughs> in the home. Um, okay. He was a bit of a drinker, it, it, mm-hmm. it is said, and um, didn't manage the finances very well. And actually, there was one point that one of the parishioners demanded that he paid a debt um, on that very same day and he couldn't pay it. And so he was put into prison and he remained there for a little while until in the end, um, the church paid for his release. They paid the debt to be released. (laughs) Imagine if that happened today. So scandalous. It would be on every news outlet. Every news outlet. So wasn't easy, um, but she was incredible. So she raised these amazing young men that wasn't an accident. So she would, you know, she would spend, they said every week she would choose one of her 10 children and she would spend a few hours with them and it would basically be a conversation of spiritual direction. She would be asking them about their faith. They would be, she would be discipling them just so intentionally and I just I so admire that I know that as a mum and I've got four children I can feel a real um, difficulty when it comes to giving them that one-on-one time and so I'm so inspired by her intentionality to just Mm. make it happen and as well as that she educated them um, too. Crazy so she's homeschooling 10 kids She's discipling each one of them one-on-one. She's dealing with a husband who's in and out of jail, mishandling funds, pastoring a church and alcoholic. Wow, what a crazy, crazy environment that she found herself in. Um, What is she sort of known for? Like um, were there any significant events or anything? Like obviously she's raised these incredible, you know, revivalists, John and Charles Wesley, but is there anything that she's specifically that happened with her or anything that she wrote yeah um well one of the things she's really known for it came about because Samuel was going for this long conference and mm-hmm. it must have been quite a while um, because they ended up putting appointing an interim um minister there and wow. so apparently nobody liked him including <laughs> Susanna oh my god um, didn't like his teaching he he wasn't meeting the the spiritual needs um of her children and 
apparently nobody liked him because he owed debts to everybody and he every preached on paying your debts and so they found him a bit of a hypocrite and um, oh my god anyway she saw this opportunity was like this is not okay I can do something about it and so it started with her own children and servants and she led this afternoon service on a Sunday afternoon and she would read a psalm, they would sing some wow. hymns, and then she would read one of Samuel's um, sermons from wow. his sermon book. And that's how it started. And then families started coming. And then more wow. families started coming, more families started coming. And in the end, they moved into um, a barn that could kind of house what was going on. Oh, and my gosh. it was said that the minister um, at the time, uh, the interim one, he did not like what she was doing. Perhaps he was a little bit jealous. And oh, so of course. he wrote letters to Samuel trying to get um, him to stop his wife and he wrote her a letter saying, you know, perhaps these should stop. And she's, um, she respectfully declined. Said <laughs> that the only person that was upset about it was this, um, this yeah. guy and it was meeting needs. And so she kept going mm. until his yeah, return. Yeah, well, people are coming, hey. If it's, yeah. if it's growing out of the house and into the barn and oh. it's the barn church, what the heck? Oh, I just love her. That yeah. is inspiring. I love she it. She is a go-getter woman, hey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I love that she was like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. I am going to keep going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The Lord has called me to do this. Like, you yeah. have fun at your conference. Yeah. Wow. So now she's homeschooling her 10 children. She's, um, you know, one-on-one discipling and raising these kids. Uh, and now she's pastoring this church, <laughs> basically, you know, leading this church. And the church that, you know, John and Charles Wesley are growing up in and being yeah. spiritually formed in. That's incredible. Um, so could you maybe tell us maybe about like um, what's impacted you and what, what should we take away from her life in this 21st century church context? I know, you know, there's lots of mums who will watch our podcast and, you know, I'm not sure if all of them have 10 kids, but, you know, have, you know, different numbers of kids and people who are in ministry and just trying to juggle and balance it all. Like what can mm-hmm. we learn from this inspiring woman of God, and how has she helped to shape, you know, the church in history? Mm. Oh, we can take so much from her. One, I think one of the things that I find so inspiring in my own life, and it's shaped me greatly, is um, the legend of her in the kitchen um, when Mm -hmm. she wanted her quiet time with Jesus, her prayer time. She would just put this apron over her head, and the kids (laughs) knew that when mum has the apron over her head, she is praying, and you do not interrupt her. Wow. You know, we see that and we go, wow, against all odds with 10 kids, like that Mm. is a huge achievement. But I wonder if she would, you know, if she could look at the time we're in now, I wonder if she would look at all the distractions, you know, that are around us, that would look at, um, you know, this vast, infinite entertainment that is available to us and think the same thing, like, wow, against all odds, they're taking this, carving out this time for prayer. And, um, And I think she is 
a mom and a woman of God would be really impressed with the young people (laughs) with anybody who would take time to, you know, shut off all the distractions and the Mm. entertainment and to still our heart before the Mm. Lord and to, you know, begin with what's most important. I mean, I wonder what prayers did she pray under that apron? I mean, you know, the impact that she had, like, the, the impact that her sons made, what prayers yeah. did she pray over Come them? On. Oh, incredible. And so I'm inspired by that. Mm. I carve out time to pray. It's important. I often feel like I don't have time, but I don't want to just even have 10 minutes. And I know for some, perhaps who are watching mm. this, like 10 minutes is all I got. Like that's like, mm. that's a really big effort, but and look, when my kids were really little, that would have been a big effort too. But now that yeah. they're a bit older, I'm able to spend an hour, two hours in prayer. Yeah. I'm about to take some busy mums <laughs> on a 24-hour prayer retreat. I'm going to leave wow. them. Just That's to so go, cool. Yeah, just to be like, hey, we can do this. This is needed. Yeah. It's powerful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I, I know there would be a lot of people sort of watching that even even if they did have, you know, an hour to pray or 10 minutes to pray, that they might not know where to start or how to practically approach, like what is an hour worth of praying or let alone 24 hours worth of prayer, what does that look like? So uh, maybe can you give us some insight into, you know, how you would approach that prayer space? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a few things I like to do. Well, I'm going to start with um, with something that I found deeply encouraging to me mm-hmm. because I always found in my prayer time I could feel really guilty because mm-hmm. my mind would wander and I adored Jesus so much. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would feel like, oh, I'm so sorry that um, I came to spend time with you. And then I get distracted because my mm-hmm. mind would wander. And then I read this amazing thing that I found so freeing to me in my prayer life. Mm. And um, it was in the book, How to Pray, actually, by um, Pete Gregg. And he said, Mm. every time um, our mind wanders off, it's an opportunity to choose him again. And so then that just really freed me from it being a negative thing to a positive thing. So every time my mind wandered, it was, Lord, I'm choosing you again. Yeah. So that might be encouraging. Um, and then the other thing I like to do is I like to follow the Lord's Prayer. Start cool. with start with adoration, start with mm-hmm. worship and kind of, you know, go through it like that. And, um, you know, because then you've got your your moment of your kingdom come, your will be done, yeah. you've got your intercessory, you've yeah. got, you know, even just, yeah, thanking God. You've mm. got, yeah, it's it's a beautiful one to pray. Then you start to go into spiritual warfare, deliver me from evil. Wow, you know, come on. Yeah. And so I love to go through that. And, you know, sometimes it's just, com- com- oh, complative prayer. Okay, <laughs> wow, yes, yeah. yes. No, and it's actually just, you know, being and stilling mm. my heart you know, allowing my scattered senses to come together. And sometimes that's just so powerful. I'll get pictures Mm. and words and things that I wouldn't have had or he'll reveal to me something Mm. um, that if I was, you know, busy just talking and doing all of the praying, Mm. I wouldn't have actually been able to hear. So That's so beautiful. It just reminded me of um, a sermon by uh, Bill Johnson where he talks about um, 
part of his prayer is he'll um, stick on adoration of the Lord, like you were talking about, sort of that our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your yeah. name. And um, he would just like stick on one point of adoration but just pick one facet of who God is and just like sort of exhaust everything that he can out of like that one image of God. So if he's thinking about like the Lord is my shepherd, like, Lord, thank you that you are my shepherd. Thank you that you lead me beside still waters. Thank you that you provide for me, that you keep me from evil, you protect me. And so he would sort of like go on about, yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. And he would talk about how like, you know, when you do that, the Lord actually gives you fresh revelation into that that facet of who he is. It's like you're exhausting all that you know and then he's sort of revealing more about who he is in that space as well. And when I've practised it, I'm like, oh, wow, this like really works. Like it's just like supernaturally like I'm getting this revelation about who God is. So, yeah, yeah I love that idea about, yeah, just stilling your soul and just, you know, meditating on one thought or the Lord's mm-hmm. prayer or even that silence and solitude and stuff that you're talking about. Um, just letting the Lord sort of fill your mind and heart. Beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. And I love that Susanna Wesley was a woman of prayer because I, I have a conviction that, yeah. you know, all revivals, all great, like powerful, world-changing ministries, I can trace it always back to prayer. Like there's some oh, prayer yeah. element that was the catalyst for all of this sort of stuff. So I think it's just so essential and I Absolutely. love that. Yeah. Yeah. That we and can I trace their ministry back to that. You can. And even it's amazing for me. So my Oma, she was mm. she found Jesus in like a Billy Graham like revival cool. um meeting. Yeah. Um and she the she the prayers she prayed over her grandchildren. It's amazing that some and she was a prayer warrior. Oh my goodness, she had a prayer room and she was amazing. But it's amazing to see, um, and it's really humbling actually in my life mm. that there are so many opportunities that I have and um, the life that I live. I know was her prayer for me. Um, wow! And she's been in That's heaven inspiring. for quite a while. But you know, oh, I wow. love that her prayers are still having power mm. here on this earth and. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. Just that legacy and that impact that you can make generationally. Exactly. Incredible, hey? so exactly. Cool. Awesome. Well, um, so do you have any uh, favourite quotes or anything that um, Susanna Wesley has said that has made a mark on you or that you like or that people um, know her for, these quotes? She doesn't have too many recorded quotes. And so yeah. the one I'm going to share is actually just, quite funny yeah so because yeah. so, I, I love I love me a strong-willed woman and come on yeah you're like go girls she was absolutely great and so her and Samuel had this one particular disagreement about yeah. the kings and so she supported one and when he had passed away and his son-in-law came into power um I think that was how it worked um yeah Samuel supported the other. And anyway, they were in such disagreement that no they way. separated um, for five months. And and she apparently said that um, she would apologize if she had done something wrong or had sinned, but because she hadn't, um, she wouldn't do so for expediency. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I just. I, if I was wrong, I would apologize. It's so funny. I would. <laughs> 
but I'm not <laughs> in oh, so five months. Wow. Um, I'm not saying that's a great example. I wouldn't do no, that. No, not at all. I think that's funny. We don't that, endorse that. No, <laughs> but that gives us a glimpse into this kind of powerhouse that she was. Yes, really. And and you can see that sort of feistiness. Obviously, it took that to do all that she's doing and manage everything that she's managing and yeah. just that grit that she must have had. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, in the face of all that hardship. It's just incredible. Wow. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else that um, we should know about Susanna Wesley if people want to, you know, suss her out or um, yeah, is there anything yeah. that you would recommend? Yeah, well, I actually think there was one more thing about her life that I found so beautiful was that when um, Charles and John and all the other kids had actually grown up, she continued her spiritual direction to them through letters. And yeah, so even um, when they were away traveling, she would be sending um, them their letters. And so they would continue this kind of spiritual direction conversation as they got older. And I just really loved that she didn't retire from that post, Um, you know, like, so one part of parenting, yeah, that did finish, you know, the education Mm -hmm. side and the, you know, making, meeting their needs and the raising Mm -hmm. up, but this part, she didn't retire from it. And I love that. Yeah, so beautiful. That's so inspiring. I want to go and read those letters. I want to try and find them Same. and see what, see what she said to, to John and Charles. So cool. Um, awesome. So, uh, Pastor Katie, if people want to get hold of you, if they want to connect with you, maybe they want to visit your church, uh, how can they find all the information on that stuff? Yeah, amazing. Well, um, if you want to come find our church in location in the locations that we have, we'd love for you. You could just come check out our website, and we've got yeah, church in Mount Maunganui and one in Auckland, New Zealand, and um, they're both beautiful communities of faith. And you'd be more than welcome. Otherwise, um, our podcasts and everything are on there, or us. We are on Instagram. I'm not very, you know, onto it with that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I do the minimum. <laughs> yep. Nice. That's a good attitude to have towards Instagram, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's purposeful. <laughs> and just uh, what's the address of your website? Can you remind us again? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's www.curatechurch.com. Com. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for, for joining us and giving us some insight into this inspiring woman of God, uh, Susanna Wesley. I know I've been stirred up to pray more and to make space in my schedule just to, you know, spend time with the Lord and just inspired by the power of her prayers and, and yeah. what they have the power to do. Um, but thank you so much for joining us, Pastor Katie. And thank you to everyone else who's joined us today on the Eagle and Child podcast. We will catch you next time for our next episode. See you then. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the Eagle and Child podcast. That's all from us for today. If you want to support us, you can like, subscribe or drop us a review. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Eagle and Child podcast. We'll catch you next time. Much love.